Good morning. This is Bakes. Kevin Baker with Bakes Takes. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is for the week ending Saturday, June 13th. And let's get into it. Number one, if you listen to David Portnoy from Barstool Sports for your Robin Hood trades, at least listen to us as well. We put all of our rationale behind anything we do and recommend. Uh, and I'll do it right now. Uh, number two, uh, we own uh, 10% each of uh, the uh, short-term uh, futures for uh, pro shares. The VIXY is the symbol, and VIXM is the medium-term futures. Uh, very pretty charts, volume picking up, and volatility is likely to increase. Number three, Jeremy Grantham, uh, in a great podcast with Patrick O'Shaughnessy, uh, talks, uh, the one line that, that keeps reverberating in my head is, uh, we're at the top 10% of market valuation and the bottom 10% economy uh, that we've seen. So, uh, you know, crazy times. And let's go to um, uh, the, the VIXM. Um, uh, this is the medium-term futures. It's the, an average of the next five months of futures contracts. If you want to get into the weeds on that later, I will. Um, but th- this is what we talked about last week. And this is what I mean about, you know, we'll show you our rationale. Uh, look at the volume spike on, on this, that blue volume that you see in uh, the lower right. Uh, really picking up on, a, on, a, uh, on, on one day. It's a very impressive base. And I said, I'm not really sure why, but the volume's impressive, five times normal, and it's one of the, 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 the prettiest charts I've seen. I tweeted about this uh, last Thursday. Uh, we bought 10% each. The volume is picking up again. I'm looking at the blue volume, uh, 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 picking up above the 50-day. Above the um, uh, you know, have more work to do, but uh, I'm, I'm uh, encouraged by this, especially because the monthly looks so great, which I think is my next chart. Um, yeah, here's the monthly. And um, uh, this is the short-term futures. This is a 10-year trend. Uh, it peaked back in uh, probably March 09, looking at it uh, closely. Uh, the, the up volume is very promising. And we clearly uh, broke the downtrend, as you see. And, um, uh, and here's the medium-term futures. We're forming a base. We've gone from 400 to 20. Uh, now it's it's around forty dollars or so, and any kind of retracement we see from this, I think, is going to be very profitable. I think it's very likely. Any time, and this is just an aside. Any time there's any question about uh, uh, the Fed stopping to to um, uh, buy anything, there was a comment yesterday about uh, uh, you know they they might at some point slow their their purchases of corporate bonds. And the market just swooned as soon as they say that. I think back of 2018 when they said we're going to be, uh, they try to get the balance sheet down from 4.3 trillion down to 3.8, and the market hated it, couldn't take it. So if the Fed ever says we're going to slow things up, uh, I think that the volatility is going to pick up. Uh, uh, Beijing is talking about about COVID escalating. Uh, North Korea is flexing its muscles again. So I think that volatility up and down is likely to pick up, especially as we go into the election year, which, by the way, is five months away. Anyway, um, last week, there was a lot of talk. Robinhood was was a huge Google search item. Uh, this thought is that uh, everybody's quarantining, they're bored, uh, they've got a Robinhood account, it's free to trade, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and, and people are, are bidding up 
crazy stocks to crazy prices with no analysis whatsoever. Uh, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that there's probably rules against 10-year-olds day trading, but it's happening. And that's uh, uh, gonna it's gonna end badly. And we'll go into some of the some of the extremes. But again, if you're on Robinhood or any of the other platforms, please use us because we show you what we're doing uh, all along the way and give you the, the the rationale. And if you say I don't like your rationale, then don't do it. That's okay. But we tell you exactly why we're 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 thinking the way we're thinking and putting on trades the way we're putting on trades. Anyway. Uh, please subscribe, share, ask questions. Uh, again, uh, this is a great tweet from, from Jesse Felder. Robinhood added 3 million funded accounts in the first four months of 2020. And half of the customers opened up their, their, their accounts. They were first-time uh, uh, investors. So uh, Dave Portnoy, you probably have seen him. He's the Barstool's guy. Leave it here, please, for a second. The Barstool fellow, uh, you know, he's he's basically saying Warren Buffett's uh, uh, washed up, day trading is easy, and I kind of feel like he might be the, the, the bishop in, in Caddyshack that uh, uh, blasphemes and is, is hit by lightning. Uh, I just, uh, this is sort of like, uh, you know, spitting on, uh, you know, stepping on Superman's cape again, and he can do it, it's up to him. But Warren Buffett's got $65 billion more than he does. So, uh, uh, you know, I think that uh, this is going to be interesting. And, you know, you can uh, making money consistently day trading. I haven't seen it. Yes, you can pull off some good trades. God bless them. I hope it works out. Uh, if you're going to do some short-term trading, please don't use margin. And please use stop losses so that your mistakes can, you know, don't hurt you that much. That's why, you know, we try to be at 10%. If we, we have something move 20% against us, the portfolio is down two, and we've got 98% of our capital to go fight another day, and hopefully our winners more than make up for our losses in dramatic fashion. Please stay away from the Hertz's, the Chesapeake's, these bankrupt companies. Uh, uh, the, the debt markets are telling you that the stock should not be worth anything. And I would just uh, be very, very careful. Yeah, in Barron's this week, I think it's Randy Randall Forsyth, um, uh, you know, talked about this where you saw Hertz scream up 100% or more. They're bankrupt. Uh, uh, the, the, the bonds are trading at 30, 40 cents on the dollars. So that implies that the, that the, uh, the, the stock should be a zero. And, you know, people are out there pumping it up and it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. So just be careful. Chesapeake is going to announce bankruptcy pretty soon. It's the same kind of thing. Uh, my good friend Doug uh, from, uh, from Pennsylvania uh, sent me this note. Vanguard is drawing younger investors with a new robo service. And it sounds a little bit like, like uh, uh, you know, Robin Hood, probably less speculative. And I'd love to know what you think. Who's used it? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't, I haven't, you know, built an account. I'd love to know the pros and cons from all of these platforms that you're seeing in the trenches. And let's have a discussion about what's the best. Maybe we'll do a survey at some point down the road, Mike. You know? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I, th I think it'd be a great service to find out what people are, are using. And it might not be one is best for everybody, but, you know, uh, Robinhood... 
Schwab, Fidelity is is promoting fractional shares on TV all over the place. If you see that, Uh, Betterman, Acorn, Wealthfront, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, Personal Capital, Stash, M1 Finance. There's a lot to choose. Wealth Simple, Bloom. And I'd love your feedback. Um, And I know you're a Robin Hood fellow. I don't know if there's there's anything else that you... There was no you've... personal preference. It was just the first one I started with. Okay. So, you know, I'd love to hear from other people as well and find out if there's better better versions or, or why they chose them. Yeah. let's. We'll, 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 I think we'll put out a survey and find out what, what, what people like and, and don't like about each. And all the trades are free now. It started with Robinhood, mm-hmm. and now everybody's matching them. I think fractional shares has become, you know, uh, commonplace. So um, it democratizes investing, but it also, you know, uh, gives uh, kerosene and matches to people sometimes too. So, like ten-year-olds, huh? Like ten-year-olds, like ten-year-olds. Yeah. You know, that's 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 not going to end well, I don't yeah. think. But here we go. Uh, the chart store put up a great uh, uh, tweet about again Robinhood traders. This has been the talk on CNBC. Uh, a huge Google search uh, item, and uh, the small options traders are buying way more calls than puts, and it's the most ever. And it just shows really, really bullish sentiment, extreme bullish bets. And uh, I mean, if it, you can see here, it's it's way above the the uh, the 2018 peak. It's taken out the 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 late 90s. And I, I almost can't believe what I'm seeing, given uh, Jeremy uh, Grantham's comments. We'll get to in a minute. Um, but anyway, you know, and again, I go through all of these uh, charts, and I really try to, to check my, my bias at the door. But, you know, facts are facts, charts are charts, data is data. And when people are betting this much on calls, it's an extreme level. It doesn't mean an Armageddon's coming. But it means that sentiment is pretty frothy right now, and uh, proceed with caution. Uh, Patrick O'Shaughnessy has a great uh, uh, podcast. He uh, interviewed Jeremy Grantham. Jeremy Grantham has been doing this forever. I think at least 40, 50 years. Uh, is a value investor. Uh, tends to be early, which he will admit. Uh, tends to be, uh, you know, uh, often seen as bearish in the financial press, but. Again, he manages billions of dollars and has been doing it for a long time, so a lot of people like him. The one thing that reverberated to me was he at one point said, uh, I can't time this exactly, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, we're at the top decile, top 10% of market valuation versus history, and we're at the bottom 10% of the economy in history. And the Fed is is obviously... Uh, producing a tremendous amount of liquidity, and there's a lot of stimulus to offset these two, but it, it just seems, uh, the, you know, something's going to give, and I don't know what it is. Maybe the economy rips and 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 becomes the the top ten percent economy next year. I think that seems unlikely, but uh, it's a great podcast. I recommend it, and um, and I want to you know have be symbiotic and, and help other people's podcasts if possible. This is from uh, Willie Wish, uh, the P.E. ratio. This is a Ned Davis chart, too, by the way. Ned Davis is a great, uh, I've met him a few times, uh, uh, great uh, researcher, very thoughtful. Uh, he's the one that, that, that uh, uses the phrase that I used last week, this being right and making money. 
believe he wrote a book on that topic. Um, and this is just history. And uh, we're not at the, the absolute zenith right now. But the, based on the medium PE, stocks are, are heading back into overvalued territory. I just think it's a great historical perspective. Yes, you have to divide by bond yields maybe to, to uh, account for some of this. But, uh, you know, here's where we are in terms of the median P.E. ratio with uh, uh, the E being suspicious, I think, for a lot of companies. Um, this is Yuka uh, uh, Lewitz. I don't know how I'm pronouncing that correctly. I thought this was fascinating. And again, I do look for bullish charts. I really do. Uh, but this is what I came up with this week. The uh, NASDAQ daily sentiment is at 94, and uh, I don't really know uh, the ins and outs of, of uh, you know, what goes into the daily sentiment. It might be put call ratios. I, I, I'll look at that. I don't know. Um, three months ago, this was at four. Three months ago, it was at four. Now we're at 94, and every time we've been at this 93-plus level, we've gone down. 17%, 7.5, 12%, 12, 8%, and 30 recently. So I'm not maybe it doesn't happen this time, but the last six times we've been here, that's been the result. And uh, and just uh, to be a little bit uh, uh, quirky with this, again, the election is five months away, and if the stock market is down, uh, it's President Biden. And um, so we'll see what happens. See it market. Uh, this is a a. Uh, they're talking about resistance, which we've talked about in the past, and I've had questions about from my sons and others. This is the the uh, XLF, the financials, and it it dovetails with what we talked about, where uh, it looks like it's rallied into resistance. I think the volume is suspect, and um, uh, if it resolves to the downside, meaning the XLF, the SEF. The ETF that shorts the financials could really work. We have not done that yet. We're not there yet, uh, but I'm uh, I'm watching it. Uh, I'm watching it very closely. Tom McClellan, a uh, very thoughtful guy, um, and I like his work. And this is my checking my bias at the door. The uh, advanced decline line of the New York Stock Exchange made a new all-time high on June 5th. I have not updated this chart now that it's June 13th, 14th. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's bullish. And at least it was on, on, on June 5th. And um, I've got to put it up there as, a, as, as a part of the bullish column. The daily up-down volume line did the same thing on the 8th. And I agree with him. It's bullish. And, um, you know, that's, I believe, every stock on the New York Stock Exchange, it might be market cap weighted. So it's, it's led by... Uh, some of the giants the uh, uh, that have you know been uh, holding up well with the COVID-19 trade, but uh, that's where we are. Yeah, and I wanted to update 6040 and, and, and give perspective. You know, and what I want to show is I think you got to have a, a, you know, again, I keep beating this dead horse, but I'm going to. If you have an advisor you like, trust, or respect, you have a 6040 strategy or some variation, 60% stocks, 40% bonds. Uh, I like 50, 30, 10, 10. I'll talk about that like I did back in September. Um, uh, but this shows how usually there's, there's, there's offsetting action. If the stocks go down, the bonds go up. Year to date, with this big rally that people are so excited about, 
The S&P is down 6.4%. Stocks haven't made money. Uh, bonds are up 5%. And so when you blend all of this, the 60-40 portfolio is down one9 It's a heck of a lot better than down 33 where we were you know, not, not too long ago. But uh, again, stocks haven't made money. Bonds have. And that's the, the 60-40 portfolio up till this point in time. And it's, you know, half the year's over. So, you know, if we're going to make money this year, we're going to have to make up some ground. Um, in September, I just said that the the stock market was the oldest ever. That's a fact. Uh, we hadn't seen what we've seen happen in bonds with negative interest rates in, in uh, Japan and Germany, etc., and uh, we didn't see interest rates uh, come down as rapidly in the U.S. ever in history. And so I just said, well, this is we don't have a, a playbook for this, really. And so it makes some sense to increase your cash exposure, 5 to 10, gold 5 to 10. And it helped. Uh, it's still down, but uh, uh, the gold portion is up 13.6 year to date. Cash is obviously zero. And the, the this portfolio is down 0.4 percent and i just put that out there to to you know show you that diversification works most of the time bonds and stocks uh, move against each other uh there are some brief periods where that doesn't happen and we'll go into that at some point in the future but that's where we are right now uh macro charts put up a great tweet and um uh i, I was going to be a little bit glib and say, what's a magazine? Uh, because, uh, you know, right? <laughs> At this point, yeah, what is a magazine? Uh, and this used to be better. Paul McRae Montgomery uh, was, a, was a, a really good analyst, and he had the magazine cover indicator. And it was better when there was, uh, you know, Newsweek and Time and uh, non-business uh, magazines. And whenever they had a particularly bullish or bearish uh, uh, cover regarding stocks or bonds or oil or gold or what have you, you wanted to bet the other way. And so here we are, and there is a, um, uh, I believe it's Bloomberg, which is now Newsweek, Newsweek Bob Bloomberg, I believe. I can't see that cover. Um, but it talks about, you know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after, but you have to t- take advantage of, of what you can you know, pretty bullish argument for stocks, but it happened after a, you know, 40% bounce. Um, so just another thing to put in the contrarian camp and, and the cautious camp. Jesse Felder, uh, I, I like his tweets a great deal. He put up the the uh, uh, city's uh, panic euphoria model. And I don't really know what's in that. I didn't have time to, to go through the machinations there. But it's pretty simple. Number one, my eyes are drawn to when you see uh, anything that that uh, takes out a prior peak. I'm attracted to that. Um, and the track record, when you get above euphoria level, 80% probability stocks are lower one year later. And that's just, um, you know, the, those are the numbers. So uh, uh, please subscribe, review. Share my Bakes Takes podcast on Apple, Spotify, your preferred platform. Please also subscribe to my Bakes Takes YouTube channel. The audio is the same, but the charts that I reference are on the screen. Follow us on Twitter at Bakes Takes underscore and other social media. Please use your voice memo app. Tape your questions, email to bakes at bakestakespodcast.com 
or write if you prefer. I will also keep you anonymous if you'd like. Thank you for listening. Mike Wilson is my producer. Have a great week. This is Bakes. And for much needed levity, uh, again, please click on this and go to Chris Porter's YouTube channel. Uh, uh, very funny guy. This is largely clean. I, I don't know if it's perfectly clean, full disclosure. Uh, but uh, Wonka me, it, he'll, he'll explain it to you. And I just like to uh, hopefully share some laughs in uh, some serious times. So uh, see you next week. Thanks again. This is Bakes. Bye now. <laughs>